listening to The Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Well, hello. Oh my gosh, everybody. It's 2024. I'm so excited. It's only about a week into it and um, a week into 2024. And I actually didn't think I was going to be able to even have this episode recorded for much longer. But as it happens to be, I so I moved and I relocated to a different area entirely. I mean, within a certain amount of distance, it's not so far, but I did relocate. So moving, how, how do we get so much stuff? Like I even got rid of so much stuff last year and I still was just over my head with stuff. And, um, it was insane. And so I was living in a place that I did not like. I never talk about this stuff, but you know, I don't want to get too personal and I want this podcast to be very upbeat, but I didn't like where I was living at all. Um, it was, I pretended it was fine, but it was definitely a temporary, uh, it was very temporary. I knew that, but didn't quite know where I wanted to move and live. So here I am. I got a little spot. It's the Kelly Slusher headquarters. It's adorable. I love it. Um, I'm, now I'm in the woods. I'm broadcasting live from the woods. And uh, I love it. I'm a, I'm a little fairy girl. I was born in um, a very small town, and I was raised in the woods. I mean, that was basically until I was nine years old. And so it's a, such a big part of, I think, my psyche and, like, um, functioning. I have to have forest around me. Yet you don't want to be too far from uh a a more metropolitan area. Okay. So as I had told you guys in the, if you were listening to my very last podcast of the year of 2023, I said to you, whatever you do, have a good new year's Eve, but what do not wake up on the first with hangover. I mean, it's just like, you don't want to do that, you know, like have a good time on New Year's Eve, you know, you know, spending it, I may have said this, but like spending even a, a lovely evening at home, you know, you don't have to go rage and party and, you know, you don't ever want to wake up throwing up. Well, guess what? I did that. I did what I said not to do. I went out on New Year's Eve and I wasn't sure what to do. I, oh, I mean, part of it was because I didn't really want to be where I was at Um, because I was getting ready to move and I was in a really weird place. And um, so I didn't want to bring in the New Year's with that bad vibe. So I um, contacted one of my good friends and she happened to have, they gave her the night off and it was like on. She's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh yes, yes, let's hang out. And I'm like, okay. So then we end up going to her friend's house and who was, is one of the most... uh, freaking hilarious and um it was just like laugh fest the whole time these are like my fun laughy friends and he you know he's got his own um production studio and I mean I'm sure I can say what it is I'm sure I'll be talking more about this as it all unfolds anyway it was fun to 
meet, I had met him, he went to my show, she had brought him to my show, it's her whole, her childhood friend, and he's really goofy, so she brought him to my show, and uh, afterwards, um, like two weeks ago, we went and we hung out and stuff, and I was like, okay, this person seems kind of like a kindred spirit, really goofy, doesn't mind being, make a fool out of himself, and he does acting and stuff like that, so I love that. So anyway, we all hung out, and um, we went... She was driving. She picked me up. I knew I wasn't going to have to drink. Or I'm sorry. I didn't. I knew I wasn't going to have to drive. So she picks me up, and we go over to his place and starts off with like some vodka. Vodka. I don't even. You know. So it's vodka was the was the drink that I started with. And you know, you don't want to. You really get sick if you mix it all up. So you want to stick with one thing and go with that. At least for me, that's my rule. It didn't work this time, but hey, you know, I think the rule is. You can have whatever you want, but if you keep drinking that, it's not going to help you in the morning. So, um, we so then we hop in an Uber, which was like one of the funnest Uber rides I've ever had, because the Uber driver was really fun, and he like, what kind of music want to play? And then it was a fun party. We were just laughing our buns off and the car ride, and they were blasting the funniest music and. And we were driving down to Sacramento, and the Kings had just won. So there was that big purple beam that they light up, and that was just so amazing. There's this like huge laser beam when they win. So it just had a really good, happy vibe going on. So we get there, and we're waiting in line for to this place called the cabin, and we're waiting and waiting, waiting. I'm like, are we really ever gonna get in here? You know. It's like 20 minutes before the, and so the whole the joke was that this, he entertained us, you know, he's like, oh my goodness, 20 minutes until the time changes, the time's going to change. <laughs> like the big deal, it's going to go from 1159 to 1200, new year, new me. <laughs> and it was just like so funny and we're just like standing there and. And then like this group of people like tried to like cut and I like vibe, I was doing like the, the vibe thing where you like, you like, vibe them out. Not in the mean, you don't have to, the vibe thing for me is not about being mean, but it's about like, don't, don't. And then they like walk away. They felt my vibe. And then, um, and then lo and behold, I don't know how this happened. It's me and Heather. And then <laughs> Treeman? I guess that's how I've never I can't remember how to say his name, Treeman. T-R-E-M-I-N. Let's call him Tree Man. Um, goofy, goofy friend. Um, he like kind of gets he just like says something to the door guy, and then the guy like points at the us two ladies, and they let the two ladies in. And I guess, you know, you gotta have the ladies in there, and so we walk in and stuff. And then there's this guy who walks and he's got like this stupid mustache and I guess like Heather, you know. Uh, we're walking in, it's kind of crowded, and this guy's like, oh, hey, I love your, I love your jacket. And I guess I didn't realize I had done this, but I didn't like him. And so um, my friend Heather was just laughing because she said the look on my face was just like, uh-huh, yeah, keep on moving. I don't like guys like that. Like, he had that, like, oh, I'm such a romantic man. But he had, like, another, you know, as he's got a woman on, you know, both, you know, He's one of those guys, and I'm just like, get out of my face. So then, um, it's just funny. And then, like, we order drinks. And then there's these two guys sitting at the counter playing Battleship. (laughs) 
and he when he again to the to the cabin and, and you know in New Year's and play Battleship. I sunk your battleship. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all just like having so much fun. And then he had a tree man. He had like these lit, lit up. Uh, he bought these lit up shoes, so like they're battery powered. And so the souls had like uh, they were lit up. And so wherever he walked, you know, of course he was like the everyone kept like hugging him, like dude, you're so that's so cool. And he's like, New Year, New Me. <laughs> Oh, I wish I could. Okay, yeah. No, I'm going to be making comedy with that person because it's he's so freaking funny and silly. And I love, like I said, I love when people aren't afraid to make fools out of themselves because that's that's what comedy is. You know, you can't be no, you know, it's like no holding back. So then, like, there's just all this weird stuff that's happening. And then, like, basically, um, great people watching, really weird people watching, and um. Um, and so I was trying to convince, so he kept like saying new year, new me. And I was like, Oh, go up to some, like some, like, you know, find some girls, like some, some attractive girls and be like new year, new me. And like, why it's a new year, new me, like tell them it's because it's like, um, you're not going to do any more of that offshore banking and like, (laughs) But if for some reason, I thought that was hilarious. Like, new year, new me. You know, I'm not going to do any more any more offshore banking. You know, my investments are going to be, you know, just like super nerdy. And then, um, okay, so we kept drinking. So the first drinks were like these, he orders sex on the beach. And it, I, you know, like when you're in a really busy area and like I just kind of went with it. And he hands us this and he's like, he's like handing it to us. And I knew what this was and, you know. I, most people know what sex on the beach is. It's a it's a mixed drink. So he hands our drinks, and then um, there's these little, like younger fellas. I mean, like they look like they barely have ever been into a, you know, a bar. It was like their first. Mm, wow, that looks good. What's that? And I was like, sex on the beach. And he looks at me like, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's a mixed drink, you know. I think it's got a bunch of stuff. So anyway, we're drinking and Heather doesn't want to drink because it's, you know, it's New Year's. She has to, because it's New Year's. No, she wants to, to be, you know, smart, not get a DUI. Or maybe she wasn't feeling it. But um, so, of course, there's all these, you know, I, keep, I keep sipping, I keep sipping, I keep sipping, I keep sipping and drinking. And they, ooh, it's so sweet and it tastes so good. And, and then before I know it, you know, more drinks are being set in front of me. And I'm like, oh, why not? When in Rome. You know, and so I just, I was having a lot of fun and, um, and then the time changed and then the party was really on. And, um, so all I know is the jokes were happening. My side was like, you know, I got a lot of muscle, uh, exercises and then we went back to his apartment and then there was more shots that happened and then ate pizza and me and Heather went home. She drove me home. I woke up the next morning to vomit in the bathroom sink, which I do now. And like, I was like, oh yeah, I did that, huh? I came in, came home, and vomited in the in the bathroom sink. And where I was living, it was a it was a hallway sink, so it wasn't just my personal sink, but it was one that only I really used. But there was vomit, and um, 
I had taken like toilet paper, no, it was tissue, um, toilet, facial tissue, whatever it's called, and um, Kleenex, and I had taken it and I was like swirling it, trying to clean it up and throwing it into the garbage can and missing it, the garbage can. So there was like pieces, there was just like Kleenex that were soaking wet, just dangling over the garbage can. And then in the sink, it was just, you know, it had drained out. So it was just, it was vomit. I couldn't believe it. And I, and I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I said not to do this. And here I am. I was freaking puking. I puked like probably the first, oh, at least till like three or three o'clock in the day. Um, throw up, puke, dry heaves, couldn't keep anything down and just could not believe that. I, I mean, it would have been lame anyway. Cause I hate, I hate being drunk. I hate being ugh, like really, really drunk. You know, I just don't like that feeling. And then I don't like, of course, being sick on new year's day. Like this is, I'm like, Oh, what, what does this mean? Huh? What does this mean? Is this, you're going to be like this. But I thought about my last year, what I did, I was dog sitting I was in Arizona and I was dog sitting, um, for somebody. So I had this, um, mini, what was it called? A Chowini. I was dog sitting a Chowini and the, that's how I brought in my new year's last year. So it was tame. I didn't do anything. I woke up fine. And 2023 was the hardest, one of the hardest years of my life. You know, it was very transformative and I started this podcast and I can't complain about that. There was amazing things that happened, but there were like some of the hardest things that happened. So maybe me waking up with, uh, you know, puke in the sink and puking some more um, that day, all day, and um, it will be a good thing for me. I mean, it just for me, I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe it's not bad luck, but um, I don't think so. It's just usually, I don't know, I always think it's not a good thing to wake up to do that. So here I am telling you about that. So now I am a new year. I am a new me. It's a new year. It's a new me. I'm in a new environment. Thank the Lord, because I was in a really icky environment with a very um, inappropriate living situation with somebody who was much older than me and um, would he fancied me and I, and it took me a long time to realize that's what was happening. Cause you'll hear me talking on my previous uh, episodes about, I am in this housing situation and I had my own little space and it really felt like it was my own because I was in the back and I didn't have to, but at, at the same time I'd have to like go to the kitchen and stuff. And that's so why I hated going to the kitchen. So I ate a lot of sandwiches. So, um, it was not a healthy way to live. And I was very not quite sure where to go. And I knew not to stay there, but it was just a stepping stone. All last 2023, everything was a stepping stone. I lived in five places. I moved five times. It was, it was all stepping stones to get to where I'm at now. And it's all seeming to manifest like, Oh, okay. Now it's starting to make sense. That's why I went through all that anyway. So yay. I hope you guys had a good new year's and hopefully you didn't wake up the way I did. And, um, the other thing that's kind of funny is I, I clogged like the bathroom sink, um, was a little clogged after that. Cause I must've, you know, little chunks must've gone down there, but I did unclog it to be nice anyway. So, okay. Oh, 
this is something I was thinking about that I think is really funny. And I'm sure, like, you guys have, like, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, you know, I, it, these, okay, when people like wine, you know, they're really into wine. They drink wine. I only drink it after 5. I drink it around 5, 5.15. You know, got to have my wine. You know, and um, it's a thing. It's supposed to be good for your heart. It's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I wouldn't want to every day go home and drink a glass of wine. That's just not something my body doesn't like consistently want alcohol in my system. Um, I don't drink a lot. I have it sometimes. And um, when I do have it, the wine has to be like no cheaper than a $50 bottle of wine. Like it's got to be, that's like the lowest. It's got to be expensive wine. If you've ever had, you know, really expensive wine, it's hard to go back to, you know, the Trader Joe's wine that you get for $3.99 or you know, or whatever, like even, you know, cause there are some, oh no, they're great. Wine. Yeah, they're great. But they're, they're, if you had that $200 bottle of wine, yeah. How do you go back to the cheaper stuff? So to me, I'd rather just not even have it. Okay. So wine, um, I've seen it in some people's houses, um, like that I know. And like, there's people like older, the older generation, I would say, or like the moms and the aunts and the you know, people like that, they always have their little wine sayings, at least one in the kitchen, or it'll be somewhere in the house. And I started thinking, well, that'd be kind of funny to read off different wine things, because they're always like, um, it's like this, they're sassy. They've got their sassy wine sayings, like, you'll see like a plaque or something, and it'll say like, liquid therapy. Ever feel like you've had too much wine? Me neither. Um, you had me at Marlowe. <laughs> Sip happens. Quick, call wine one one. My glass is empty. We'll trade boyfriend for wine. And then one that says, at my age, I need glasses. And it's like a bunch of wine glasses. Um, boss lady fuel. Dinner is poured. This wine seriously makes me the bomb diggity. I don't know what that. Okay. A day without wine is like dot dot dot. Just kidding. I have no idea. Another one. Mommy juice. <laughs> There's so many. Like someone, and it's they're so funny. They they just make me laugh so hard. Like they're so silly. Um, let's see. My birthstone is a wine cork. The best wines are the ones we drink with friends. Okay, that's kind of not even funny, but it's kind of cheesy. Let me drink about it. Mama needs her wine. I make wine disappear. What's your superpower? Wine a little, laugh a lot. Hey, look, it's wine o'clock. Jesus touched my water. Wine and my love. Wine is my love language. Stay hydrated. And it's like a glass of wine. Trust me, you can dance. And it's like, slash, wine. Like the wine's telling you. And just a girl who loves wine. Drink happy thought. Anyway, 
I thought those were really funny. What else happened? So much has happened. Um, new year, new me. New year, new me, baby. Let's do a sample. Let's do a sample of what it, yeah, what it sounded like. Here's a little New Year's Eve sample when the time changed. That was when the time changed. And then, and then this is me really, really, really drunk. I'm now at the entrance. We're waiting to leave. And there's this bear, like a bear skin on the wall. Like it's probably always, it's definitely always there. It's part of their decor. But they put a wine bottle in its mouth. And I thought it was funny. And I was also hamming it up because Heather um, I'm like, how can I explain? Um, thinks I'm really funny. I think she's super funny, but I can entertain her and she laughs. She's like always laughing. This is where our friendship started. I, we, uh, we worked together and, um, we would have a lot of jokes and giggles laughing at work. And so we stayed friends and, um, and so she eggs and on, I would say. And so I love that. And so here's me. That's me laughing at the thing. <laughs> I was so drunk. I'm so glad I have my wits about me when I'm drunk, though. Enough that no one's gonna, you know, I felt pretty safe. Okay. Okay, I have to share this story. So, um, I went to, okay, I was at an open mic, and I'm not going to say where, because I love this place, and I really respect what they do, And but this one person showed up, and he's probably never going to show up to this place again. He probably thought he was, basically, I know what this person was thinking. He was like, a bunch of sappy songwriters, a bunch of sappy singers. I'm going to show them real music. So at this place, people are so nice. Like everyone's really supportive. And that's why you can go there and know that you could be super talented or you could not have much. But no matter what it is, they're going to applaud you and they're going to watch you and be and be supportive. So it's a really good place for this, you know, you can feel safe. So this guy comes in and I'm sitting there waiting and he comes and he sits on the, the couch kind of next, you know, on the same couch as me, but on the opposite end. And I already felt his vibe and I was like, uh-uh, this guy, this guy's going to really bug me. And he had his like stupid guitar. He was a total rocker guy. So he had like his 
he has long hair and he had his dumb little guitar and he was like doing like he was practicing unplugged you know he was warming up he was warming up that he's like warming up he's warming up he's like you know noodling around with this cocky look on his face that like where they like you take your face and scrunch it up you know like the the rocker guys do and he just thought he was like and he was ego mania it was like ego was just pouring out like he was like the best and we were just these like you know please he's like losers you know and that was the energy and of course I don't care I don't care you can think I'm a loser whatever I do not give I'm not in that stage in my life where I care so I'm you know I'm sitting there I'm just kind of like keeping to myself kind of laughing kind of hoping he didn't notice me because those kind of rocker guys tend to notice me like they they like my look or whatever I was just like, uh-uh, dude, like, if you even look twice at me, keep looking, because I'm never going to be attracted to you, so whatever. Okay, so all these people play, they perform, and everyone sings their, like, lovely songs, and then it's his turn, and he's sitting on the couch, and they announce him, and the, the host is so kind, too. He's like, okay, what do we have now? And the guy announces from the couch, he goes, um, are you ready to get your faces melted off? And then the host was like, okay, are you getting ready to get your faces melted off? Okay, everyone, and he introduces him. And it takes a guy like 10 minutes to set up. So finally when he sets up and he's like, okay, sorry about that. I know that all of this, that you songs were lovely and everything that you guys just played and everything, you know, all these songs, everything was just lovely and nice, but I'm getting ready to destroy that. So then he... Proceeds to put on pre-recorded music from another band. Like I think that was Wasp was the first one, and that's like a if you don't know who that is, that's like a rocker band from the 80s, and they're just butt rock, you know. And um, so he's playing this, and he's just all he's doing is sitting there, like we so you can over the speakers, it's another band, and he's playing along to it. He's shredding, he's ripping. So he's like doing that, and then like he does like the lead, and he did. I will give him that he he could shred. He was like. He was able to get all the right notes and do it right and time and all that stuff and fast. And then, of course, everyone applauds. And then he does it. He has You get two songs. So he did another one. And he's like doing the hair thing and the, the crappy face thing. And the whole time he's like kind of mouthing the words and he's not really singing along. And, and you know he sits in front of the mirror doing this. And he's like, I am a rock god. So he basically um, felt like he, we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is real music!" I, I you know, I've been, uh, you know, I've been writing music for all these years, and you know, I, I'm a songwriter, and I've got albums out, and I've I've done all this stuff, and you know, and, and that's me. But like, there's other people that you know, maybe they're you know, they're still like sit there and play, and they sing. It's their passion. That's why I love going to this place. It's a bunch of musicians, and then. You know, he, he goes there with just, you know, minimal talent. And he really thought that we were, like, going to be like, I don't even, you know what? I'm done with music. I'm walking away. He just showed us up. He showed me exactly what I wasn't. And I will never be a rock god like that guy. So then, like, maybe a few acts later, I get up and I play. And I did, um, you know, kind of destroyed what he just destroyed. So that was really funny. Um... This other thing that's interesting, I find interesting, is that, so I'm a musician, I also, I, I'm an artist, 
I, I feel like I dabble more in the arts. I'm not, that's not like my main thing, but I definitely paint and I make collages. I make, I mean, I shouldn't un underestimate myself. I'm from a family of, you know, my dad's an artist and um, my, and then my other thing is acting. So I do music, I do art and I do acting. And it's interesting because I hang out with musicians. It's a certain type of people, certain energy, certain vibe. Musicians are a certain way and we're, they're my people and we, we understand each other. And then if I hang out with like artists, like painters and um, sculptors or, you know, that's a whole other vibe. Uh, they're more eccentric and, and um, it's, but they're still art, you know, it's still artistic. And so um, it's artsy, you know, and there's, so there's that kind of vibe when you hang out with just like an artist and there's that artist vibe. And then there's the actor vibe. There's the people who do the performing arts. And that's a whole other kind of, it's a di different um, way of expressing yourself. And that's interesting. That's a whole other, because that goes into being extroverted more. And so I think, you know, that scares a lot of introverts. I have both. I'm extroverted, introverted person, so I can relate. I used to be incredibly um, introverted. And then by just, I don't know, I stopped caring a lot. And I still, like, have to, like, nurture that little girl. Um, not little girl, my inner child or whatever, like, the one who wants to be shy. I have to, you know, pep talk her sometimes because I don't really like to look like a fool, believe it or not. But it's like, that's part of it. You have to, like, let go and you have to, you know, you have, you're, that's what entertainers are. And so if you ever hang out with, like, thespians and... They're a whole, uh, that's a whole other world. And I find that really fascinating that, you know, there's these three different creative types, ways to express yourself. There's probably more, but I'm just putting for myself because I can relate to all three of them that when I hang out with these different groups, they're all creative, but they're all different. A lot of musicians don't have visual skills, which you'll notice this because they're musicians. The theory, if you're a full musician, I'm a musician is what I do. They don't, you know, here, go, go paint me a picture. You know, that's not normally, no, that's not what they do. They're musicians. And that's why a lot of times when they come out to, um, you know, like they're making their album art and stuff, you're like you better hire someone because dude, that looks like crap. I mean, how many times I've seen that make a flyer, you're like, um, you need to hire someone or get a friend who knows how to like actually what composition and color or you know or whatever like make it look good make it look eye-catching and make it you know um and then when you know so anyway it's just I thought that was really interesting the dynamics of like these three but they're so they're kind of similar you know we're all similar because we're creative but um but yeah I have a lot of fun when I meet people who do acting and um I'm not afraid to understanding what improvising is and like Understanding, like I, I can bring um, bring an idea up to somebody, and they can, you know, like they understand where I'm that I'm in. It's like you go into make believe world, and they can understand that, you know. So now here I am at the end of this very first episode of the year of 2024. And um, I want to do this year, I've got a lot of plans and I'm going to just keep doing the, you know, this type of format. Although I, I have some ideas and I have a friend who um, does radio 
and we're talking about future stuff. He sets up radio stations all around the United States. And um, there's a little lo-fi, like lo-fi stuff, which I think is really neat because there's just so much, there's not a lot of that anymore. And um, so, yeah, he sets up little signals and radio stations. And so to be doing more like that, I don't know. Anyway, future stuff, you know, like have people call in and, you know, just I, I the future could be really fun with with this. And so for now, this is going to be my episode. I, I don't have a sketch for you or anything silly like that. That will be made. Um, but for now, this is it. Thank you for listening. And... And I'm going to leave you now with a clip from one of my songs. It's a newer song. It's called Places I Don't Belong. A little sample. And if you like it, it's available on Bandcamp and iTunes and all the good places where they stream music. And all right, I will talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Looking for love In places I don't belong Looking for love In places I don't belong Scanning through the radio Pull me from the undertow How do I no longer get enmeshed with you? I cannot go on this way You're standing right there in my way I need to see exactly who I am again Looking for love In places I don't belong I was looking for love In places I don't belong Scanning through the rain